after the disappearances and uh, deaths and or deaths of more than 30 feral cats and or pet cats in the Jacksonville neighborhood of Springfield, an arrest was made. 35-year-old Blake Miles was arrested on animal cruelty charges, uh, petty theft, and that kind of thing. And that brought to light something that has been going on in social media about this event, and many people have talked about it since, the link between cruelty to animals and later engaging in criminal activity of some kind. Uh, there are studies that show that sometimes it's the reverse. Uh, you know, violence towards humans leads them to exact their cruelty on animals. Let's talk about it. Welcome back to the Contrast Project Lounge podcast. Thank you for joining me. You can find The Contrast Project on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Don't forget to like, share, and comment. And on our YouTube channel, like, share, comment, and smash the subscribe button. The link between uh, animal cruelty and, um, you know, later going on to violent activity or, or violent crimes, whether it be, whether it be, you know, one thing or another or leading on to uh, mass shootings or murder or you know other forms of domestic violence and that kind of thing there's been a lot of studies done on it over the years uh, where uh, counselors behind prison walls interviewed prisoners and a full 70 percent of one study done showed that uh, violent criminals 70 percent admitted to having uh, engaged in cruelty towards animals. And so back in 1963, a researcher by the name of J.M. McDonald did an article in the Journal of Psychiatry, which named what, his, uh, what he dubbed the McDonald Triad, uh, which is three indicators that seemed to lead towards a propensity towards violent criminal activity of some kind, um, most of the time being either sexual and domestic abuse uh, or, and or murder. And uh, uh, some studies uh, have subsequently been done since then that debunk the idea of these three indicators. The indicators were, number one, cruelty to animals. Number two, the obsession with starting fires, arson. And number three being persistent bedwetting after the age of five. And he says that uh, in, in his article, uh, during his research, he implicated uh, uh, in his studies that there was that common thread between violent criminals uh, of at least two of those indicators. Again. Uh, the validity behind that uh, uh, has been debunked by some people in uh, psychology, you know, professionals, uh, psychology professionals, that it, it, it is probably nothing more than an urban myth. But if the statistics are there, uh, then I, I don't understand why more research hasn't been done on it to help, you know, uh, red flags. I mean, certainly doctors can pick up on red flags, a psychologist, a psychiatrist, or any practicing physician. Uh, even uh, veterinarians are encouraged 
to report incidents of animal cruelty, neglect, uh, whether it be, you know, violent activity. Uh, back in uh, 2016, the FBI started the National Incident-Based Reporting System, which requires uh, information, uh, is collecting detailed case data uh, on anime, animal cruelty incidents from around the country, and they participate um, they gather this information and work with local law enforcement uh, should they be participating in these studies. And it, it seems as though a lot of, of things that are going on in, in this country with mass shootings and school shootings, uh, between the years of 2013 and 2016, there were over 159, 160 school shootings. And nearly all of the perpetrators of these school shootings, it was found that they did have a history of cruelty towards animals, overwhelmingly. Uh, and so, uh, you know, and there's different aspects, too, of animal cruelty, not just the cat killer of Springfield, which brought this to light, uh, but uh, it, it also brings to mind uh, of the history of serial killers. Uh, serial killers that were engaged in uh, uh, animal cruelty. You've got uh, the Son of Sam killer. You've got Ted Bundy, uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, uh, the Boston Strangler, uh, uh, Albert DeSalvo, uh, many, many, many more uh, who had, you know, histories of this behavior. And then there's, of course, the interpersonal violence implications of, of people that, that use animals as a control mechanism uh, upon someone, uh, companion animals. Uh, many uh, victims of domestic abuse have a companion animal, many uh, research shows, but the abuser often, you know, exploits, uh, exploits this bond. Uh, to manipulate, control, and even punish the victims. Uh, they'll even threaten death if not harming them. Seventy-five percent of abused women who have pets, companion animals, reported a history of their companion animal being threatened or intentionally harmed by their intimate partner, with children being present and witnessing the violence over 90 percent of the time. These, these heinous individuals would attack, maim, and or kill uh, the woman's pet in front of the children and, and thereby causing a, a, a cycle with those children growing up. So they witnessed it. Um, in, in talking about the Springfield killer, uh, he was, he was uh, you know, basically brought down. Uh, by some very concerned citizens in the neighborhood who had, you know, uh, 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 doorbell cameras and security cameras and caught some images of him and it led to his arrest. So far, however, though, it, it, it appears as though there is even, there, there, there's only like one case where he is actually being charged of animal cruelty. And so, you know, uh, he, he's got a rap sheet a mile long, which included domestic violence, a, a battery with a with a with a weapon, uh, and and one thing that is disturbing to me too, is that uh, this man Blake Miles, uh, at one point in the 
in the past had worked at an animal resort. So God only knows what kind of cruelty he may have engaged in with those animals that were entrusted to that resort. So, I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just sad, sick, um, inexcusable. It is likely that the man, uh, this has been talked about many times, but it is likely that the man will not spend much time in jail. Uh, he's uh, currently being held on a total of like $80,000 bond and uh, likely not going to be able to raise that cash, so he'll be in jail. I had one person, uh, a friend, family member, say to me, uh, recently, too, after this arrest, that uh, persons that are pedophiles and animal killers do not do well in prison, which which a lot of people from Springfield are saying, well, that's just fine with us. Let's just get him off the street. But the thing is, he will get back out, and and that's... That's disheartening, to say the least. To say the least, that's disheartening. And so uh, what I, you know, what I want to say is that uh, be diligent in your neighborhood. I, I'm a cat person, and I'm appalled by this. Uh, I have many cats, feral cats, that I feed and take care of on my property. I certainly don't live in an urban environment with a lot of neighborhood cats, but there's also been some negative comments on some of those threads about decreasing the population of all these feral cats. Well, what a heartless thing to say. Let's, let's, uh, we have got to put an end to this. Let's work with our veterinarians. Let's work with doctors to um, identify these red flags. If you see these red flags within your family or within your circle, report it. Uh, there is a database being held, like I said, by the FBI, and and they work with local law enforcement to to put a stop to it. And you know, uh, it, it's 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 about all of us. It's about all of us taking care of the weakest in our society. And certainly, whatever you may think about cats. They are the weakest. They are vulnerable, and they are exploited in dog. You got dog fights. You got uh, you got cock fights. You got all kinds of of animal cruelty, and and it's broken down into different categories. From even that, the physical cruelty. There's neglect. There's these uh, you know shady puppy mills that have animals caged up in small cages for their entire life, and then they just put them down. Uh, uh, there are rescues out there, I know, that rescue all kinds of animals, cats, dogs, goats, cows. But, but right now, we're talking about what happens when someone engages in intentional, harmful activities to an animal and what those implications could be. Certainly, most of us would agree, even though, uh, you know, uh, we're not medical professionals in, in, in the realm of psychology or psychiatry, all right? 
But certainly I think most of us can agree that anybody that harms animals as a child and does it repeatedly or serially uh, can escalate. And in the past, the numbers show that they did start there. So there is a correlation, I believe. And be mindful of the red flags if you see them. My closing thoughts, again, those red flags. Uh, I, I, when I heard it, when I heard about this guy walking around the neighborhood killing cats, I, I also am concerned about the safety of the residents. What, what would have happened if a resident confronted this person? Although they, a lot of people said don't. Just call the police, right? You see the guy, call the police, which is sound advice. You never know what that person's going to do. Blake Miles could have been could have been carrying around a illegal weapon or a legal one for that matter, and could have turned and fired on you. Please be mindful. Report suspicious activity to the police. Take care of yourselves and each other. Until the next time. Peace.